all of us have old decisions and old ways of being that really follow us around and weigh us down like rocks in a backpack. But did you know that you can release the rocks so you can level up your life? It's all about choice and it's all about awareness of what created the rocks in the first place. Be prepared to feel lighter and level up your life in this episode of Be a Better Lawyer. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, a master coach and ex-criminal prosecutor. I created Be A Better Lawyer podcast for driven lawyers like you who want more from life than sitting behind a desk. You've been playing by other people's rules. Those rules have left you overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and feeling like a hamster on a wheel. I've been there. I was doing everything people told me to do to be successful, working late nights, weekends, and trying to make everyone happy. So why wasn't I happy? And I wanted more in life. When was I going to find time to find and pursue that? Well, I did, and I'm sharing with you my secrets to living a happier and more fulfilling life. This podcast gives you a lifetime of wisdom, mindset principles, and bedrock strategies to give you unshakable confidence, more time to pursue your goals, a powerful sense of purpose to uplevel your life in law practice, and so much more. These are things we were never taught in law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. When I was thinking through this episode, I was really excited because I know we desire change, but it can feel like an uphill battle. And after being there myself, I also know it doesn't have to feel that way, right? It doesn't have to feel so hard. One of the greatest helps to making the journey lighter for me has been releasing past history. And releasing past history has helped me level up my life and raise the bar on what I saw as possible for me in every area of my life. It's a journey too, right? One thing I needed to realize was that it's a journey. It's not a destination. And we're here now in the present. And it's up to us to decide what we want to make of the present, of this present journey right now, today. Do we want it to feel hard or do we want it to feel worthwhile, fulfilling, challenging in all the best ways that help us evolve and grow? So what is past history? Why is it these rocks that are weighing us down? Well, past history is a lot of different things. It's your environment that you grew up in. It's your past relationships. It's the history you have with people that you have current relationships with. It's beliefs about yourself and so much more. And it's all happened in the past, but we've internalized it and we've made interpretations about it. And past history can really be shaped by a myriad of things, society included, so as a companion to this episode, I created a workbook for you to get awareness of what specific social and environmental rocks might be weighing you down and making it harder for you to level up your life than it needs to be. And it will also help you systematically deconstruct it so you can decide what your next best step is. You can download the Level Up Playbook at dinacataldo.com forward slash 298. That's the show notes, dinacataldo.com forward slash 298. The reason past history is so important to pay attention to is because if we're not paying attention to it, we can allow it to drag us down because it's going to impact every single decision that you make and decide not to make. Right. So one thing I want you to know before we get started that what we're doing here with past history, it's not an upheaval of your life, which you can totally do if you want to do, 
it's about starting somewhere that makes sense, right? And this workbook workbook that I've created for you, that's going to be a really great start for you. When we begin uncovering and letting go of the weight of past history, it can feel pretty overwhelming at first, especially if you're looking at the laundry list of all the things you want to change in your life. And then you wonder, how the heck am I ever going to do these things? Well, the good news is, is just the simple act of awareness is powerful. It helps bring all of this subconscious stuff to the forefront of our mind. And then we're really more likely to see it when it's happening in the present. And then you could start seeing, oh, it's a matter of choice. It's a matter of practicing that choice with consistency and repetition. Okay, so let's talk about releasing past history. I came across this video that Eckhart Tolle did, and he has this really great anecdote of what it means to move past past history and how past history can interfere with our happiness. So for anyone who has a dog, you're going to appreciate this example. So when you have a dog, the dog does not have an opinion about you. That's why you love your dog so much. Okay, they don't judge you if you're in a funk. They don't judge you if you don't take them on a walk one day. They love you unconditionally. You could be gone a week. You could be gone five minutes, and it's all the same to them. You're amazing, right? What's past is past. They don't resent you or anything. They're in the present. Okay, they accept you as you are right now. And dogs don't have a relationship with themselves like humans have either. Dogs don't have self-esteem problems. Dogs don't have body image problems, right? They just go out into the world wagging their tail and being happy. Their mind is quiet. There's no chitter chatter inside there judging themselves or other dogs or what people should do or how they shouldn't behave, right? There's nothing going on there. It's just very quiet. And then dogs don't have that split ego, right? Where they have their higher self and then they have their, their earthly self, right? For lack of a better word, right? That ego self, right? So they don't have those same conversations where like the angel and the devil's on each shoulder, right? They don't have that back and forth like we do. They have a different setup. Their backpack is empty. Nothing weighs them down. Dogs experience events, but they don't internalize and analyze them the same way that we do. They accept, adjust, and move on. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be as carefree as a dog, although that would be amazing. (laughs) But I do want to offer you that if you're feeling heavy and having a really tough time making progress in the direction you want to go in different areas of your life and your law practice, then the way you're internalizing and analyzing events happening in your life is not serving you. So I'm going to give you some tangible examples that will apply to your law practice, but I want to give you a couple outside examples first to give you some context for this. I want you to imagine a race car driver. They focus on the road in front of them when they are driving. They aren't focused on the turn a few miles back or the crash that happened last week. They can't be. To do that would mean taking their focus off the road in front of them as they go 200 miles per hour. And that would mean death. So they have to be incredibly focused in the present moment so that they are paying attention to what is going on. They are aware of their body, how they're situated in space. They are really present. Or imagine Steve Jobs being fired as the head of Apple. So back in the early 80s, he was, you know, 
one of the CEOs. And then he realized that, oh, I need to have a business person come in. So he hired a business person and that person ended up firing him. Right. So he could have focused on that loss. But instead, what he did is he focused his attention on doing something new, creating something new, created this company that created a computer called Next. It was a high end computer company. Well, the computer hardware didn't take off, but the software was pretty amazing. And when Apple was losing money by like 80% of their finances, it was a huge loss. They looked to Steve Jobs' company next for a renewed invigoration of their software. And so that software that was in Next is now what is the current operating system of what you see on Macs and what you see on iPhones, all of the different Apple products. Because Steve Jobs kept going. He didn't take that L. He just said, okay, what's next? Right? Just like the race car driver. He's like, what's the next turn? What's the next turn? Right? You just keep going. And of course, we all know how that ended up, right? Steve Jobs ended up back at Apple and he ended up back as CEO. So in these cases, focusing on the past would have spelled disaster. They wouldn't be able to, in the race car driver's example, he wouldn't be alive. And in Steve's job's example, he wouldn't have been able to go back to his baby and really be the CEO. And he had this product that they needed and they needed him, right? He needed to keep going. And that was what made him so valuable to the company. So over your lifetime, you have accumulated experiences, beliefs, habits, and created environments or they've just been given to you, right? Like your parents create an environment or you're in society. That's another larger environment. And they've all been packed away in your backpack, right? The backpack is your brain, okay? They've been packed away in your brain and your brain is constantly pulling out the rocks and saying, oh yeah, this is possible, this isn't possible. This is possible, this isn't possible, okay? And if you're not aware of what those rocks are for you, they impact everything everything you decide to do, everything you decide not to do, okay? They impact every single decision that you make. If you fail at something, you might decide not to try again, right? Steve Jobs could have been in that position. He could have said, oh, well, I failed at this. I guess that means I'm not going to be able to do anything else, right? So just know that there are these rocks. They are influencing all of your actions, all of these thoughts, all of these stories, this past history. So unless we take these rocks out of the backpack one by one and look at them and redecide, hey, do I want to keep this? Is this a rock that serves me? Is this something I really want to hold on to? Then we walk through the world with these unconscious or subconscious weights, just controlling how we behave, determining whether or not we turn left or we turn right. So let me give you an example I would see as a criminal prosecutor. One of the reasons the criminal justice system as a whole does not work is because we don't address the past history of humans. So, for example, a person would plead guilty to stealing and tell the judge, I promise I will never do it again. This was really stupid. I'm so sorry. And then a month later, we'd see the same person in court again for stealing. Were they lying? Maybe. But even if they were 100% telling the truth, they had a lot of weights that they had to overcome in order to ensure that they wouldn't do it again. So after they're convicted, they go to jail or they go to work project with other people who have committed crimes and have similar rocks in their backpack. Then they go home to the same house, to the same friends, 
likely the same friends they were hanging out with in the store where they stole something from. Hey, they have the same thoughts and feelings about the environment, the friends, the family they go back to, the same peer pressures, and they have the same thoughts about themselves too. Often, I would overhear those thoughts in court or I would read what they told the police in the police report and they would say things like, I'm an F up. I'm never going to change. There's nothing I can do about it. I guess that's just how it is. Right? They haven't been able to take a step back to examine it. They can't see their focus on their past history is harming them. Their environment and their belief about themselves, even if it's not helpful, is comfortable to them. It's their normal. right? They, they can't shake anything up because they don't recognize, they don't know that these things can be changed. Our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, and our actions are always going to create our results. So that person who has those thoughts is more than likely going to take the same actions and get the same result to recreate the same patterns that led him into the courthouse in the first place becomes a cycle. So that's why the major success stories that you hear about are often ones where they're completely taken out of their environment, or they're given lots of one-on-one help from counselors, or maybe they have parents who are really heavily involved and pull them out of their old environments, but it gets them out of the past history. It shakes things up for them. So unfortunately, that's not the norm. That's the exception. So now let's bring an example home to you, right? I want to give an overwhelm example here since I work with so many lawyers who come to me starting there. So imagine this, you wait until the last minute to get a brief done. It gets done, but you feel really stressed about it. And you stayed at the office much later than you wanted to. And you promise yourself next time it's going to be different. Next time I'm going to plan ahead. But then you go back into the same environment, right? You go back to doing the same things you always did with your calendar. You hear all the same things about how it's just impossible to get things done. Being a lawyer is hard, all of these things. And then you usually just use your calendar for things like deadlines, assignments, and hearings. Done. You don't plan anything else on there. And then you go back to putting out fires instead of planning ahead. And then when you find yourself stressing out and doing an assignment last minute again, you tell yourself, I'm a hot mess. I'm never going to change. What's wrong with me? I guess that's just how it is. That's, that's what being a lawyer is. You see a pattern here? You think this is just how life is supposed to be and that you just need to get used to this life. Maybe work a little harder, stay a little later. Well, what you don't see is that you're unconsciously creating a cycle where you're constantly staying later and you're constantly working harder. And it's tough to put yourself out of it, to pull yourself out of it, right? Like it is legitimately tough. And we're going to talk more about how you get to, how you can shake that out and do something different. So now let's talk about discounting rates because this one comes up a lot for me in calls. So a lawyer might go into a consult and when it comes to giving their price, they discount even if the client doesn't ask for it. And sometimes they may even give a discount after the fact, after the client has already agreed to the price. So then afterwards they kick themselves because they know logically that they've undercut themselves and they tell themselves things like, I did it again. What's wrong with me? I'm never going to change. So how do you break these cycles, right? How do you see the past history, see that you're in this environment where you've got 
things going on, right? Life doesn't stop because you want to change, right? <laughs> Life keeps going. How do you start shaking things up? How do you start getting out of this cycle? Well, you got to do something completely different. It doesn't have to be everything. We just want to start somewhere. You've got to start shaking things up, taking different actions so you can drop the weights in your backpack, right? That starts with the awareness you're getting in the workbook and you're getting here, starting to see what's shaping your environment, what's shaping the beliefs in your head, what exactly are you working with? Because no matter how many times you've tried things in the past, you've got to start dropping the things that aren't working for you, that aren't serving you. And this can feel super challenging because you're in this really comfortable environment, even though it feels stressful, that's also very comfortable, right? Even if you're, you know that you don't want to discount your rates, it feels very comfortable. It's something that you've done a lot in the past. And so your brain gets the same triggers. We respond to the same stressors, the same past history that we've been holding onto, and the cycle goes on and on. But when you have this awareness that these things are happening in your brain, that what's happening in your current environment is influencing what's going on in your brain, then you have a choice. You can stay in the cycle or you can accept where you are and you can say, ah, okay, this is where I am right now. I see it. I see that I have some hangups around money. I see that I have some thoughts about what it means to be a good lawyer, right? Or that I want people to like me, whatever it is. But my past, how I've thought about things in the past, how I've done things in the past, the failures I might've had in the past, they don't determine my future. And from there, you can shake things up. But first, you, you have to meet yourself where you are. You have to accept where you are, not beat yourself up over it, not, you know, tell yourself, you know, I should know better. I should be better. Like, no, we just want to accept like, oh, I see. This isn't my fault. There's nothing intrinsically wrong with me. My past history influences me just like it does every single human being. And I'm a human being too. So I can't take myself out of that. I have to recognize that I'm a human and my brain responds in certain ways to my past. But once I recognize it, I can give myself choices. Okay, so for example, you decide you're going to say your full price in a consult and you're not going to discount. You sit with the discomfort because you know it's going to come. You know you're going to want to give the discount, but instead you don't discount. You just sit and you feel uncomfortable and you just say, okay, this is the something different. Or you seek someone out that can help you work through this, right? And you you talk to them, you get their advice. You won't feel 100% confident in whatever you choose to do differently, okay? I'm gonna tell you that right now because new and different, that feels uncomfortable. You can't feel 100% confident when you've never done something before. You might question it, but what's the worst that could happen if you do something different? You stay in the cycle and well, you were there already anyway. So my client, Andrea, she started working with me because she wanted to shake things up in her practice. And she said, you know, I don't think I have time for coaching. But she decided to do it anyway, right? Her brain told her one thing. That was the past history. And then she said, okay, this is to herself, right? This is the thing to shake things up, to do something differently. And she did it. 
right? That was her thing that she did to shake things up. Doing something that her brain told her that was hard or maybe even impossible. That one shakeup helped her get out of the cycle of overwhelm she found herself in, and now she's able to grow her practice, right? So if you can't seem to make progress, no matter how hard you try, then I want you to hear this. Just do something differently, anything differently, because what got you in the cycle that you're currently in isn't going to help you get out of it. What got you to your current level is not going to get you to your next level. And when I was first trying to figure this out for myself, how to build a business on top of my law practice, how to grow that business without killing myself, right? It fell hard. But I knew I had to start somewhere and I knew it was possible. That's another belief I want you to take away from this is that it is 100% within your control. It doesn't feel like it right now and that's okay, right? But what I did is I just started picking low-hanging fruit. And I did what I could until I knew I wanted help because change was just too darn slow for me. I wanted to speed things up. So for example, I told this story on the podcast before where I used to wake up at 6 a.m. and I would hit snooze like I don't know how many times, but by 7.15, 7.30, I would be running out of bed, taking a shower, trying to get to the office as quickly as possible. And I felt horrible right? I realized I hated feeling frantic in the morning and I decided I wanted to do something different. I needed to shake things up. So I just started trying things. I had no idea what was going to work. I just tried things, but I had to release that past history and say, okay, just because I did that yesterday doesn't mean I'm going to do it tomorrow. Just because it didn't quite work out the way I wanted to this morning doesn't mean I'm not going to be able to figure out a better plan for the next day. So that past history That wasn't me. It didn't determine anything about my capabilities. It was just something I did in the past, and it didn't mean anything about what I was capable of in the future. And because I released those rocks, I could come up with ideas, right? Because when we have that freedom, we don't feel weighed down. We have this freedom to just kind of brainstorm and think things through. So I was thinking, okay, why don't I just put my phone in the kitchen? Okay, let's try that. And that's something I still do. Okay, it's amazing. I just I just decided not to go back to bed, though, <laughs> right? Because that would happen at first, too. I would go back to bed. I'd be like, oh, but this is so comfy. I'm just going to go back to bed for a couple more minutes. But I found that that just put me in the same situation. And instead of beating myself up, instead of saying, oh, my gosh, I can't change, I just said, no, we don't do that anymore because clearly that doesn't work for what I want to create in my life. And I also realized things over time that I could do differently, like setting myself up for success by going to bed earlier. Now, all of this sounds like really like self-evident as I'm saying it out loud, right? But when you're in it, when you're in the environment where you are having a tough time getting out of your same cycle, it's not self-evident. You just kind of feel like you're grasping at straws. But you just got to start somewhere. It doesn't have to be perfect action. It just got to be some kind of action, right? You've got to shake up your world to start seeing that you can get a different result. All right, so I'm going to go more in depth with uncovering the past history, the rocks in your backpack in the workbook. So I want you to download that. But I want to give you a few questions to ask yourself right now. One, where do you see yourself repeating patterns and you don't like the result that you're getting. Okay. Another way to ask this is what are you avoiding that's having a negative impact on your life? It's just kind of the flip side of that question. If you changed those things, how would your life be different? 
how would your life be different? What, how would you show up differently in your life? For me, I showed up at the office much more calm when I figured out my mornings. I was able to then start having this domino effect of changing things that I was doing, not just in the morning, but in the evenings. And that just made my day run so much smoother. Like what is going to be different as a result of what you decide you're going to change or what you think you want to change? And three, do you want that life badly enough to shake things up? Why or why not? Because if you have a strong why backing you, if you've got this desire to do something, like for me, it was start a business, do my own thing. That was my drive. Like I really wanted to start a business. I really wanted to have that freedom for myself. Financial, time, energy, all of that. I wanted my own thing. That was a huge drive for me. Maybe your drive is your family. You want to spend time with your family. You want to be present with them. You want to be able to support them financially. But at the same time, you also want to watch your kids grow up. Like, What is your why? So I, I recently asked myself some of these questions and my answer was absolutely yes. In this moment, I really want to shake things up because there's times maybe you don't want to shake things up and that's okay. But right now I want to shake things up because even though I know it's going to be uncomfortable and I won't always want to do the things that are going to shake things up for me, I know shaking things up will help me help more lawyers and it's going to help me move my business forward and other of my goals forward. But to get a different result in my life, I've got to shake things up. I can't let how comfortable I am in my past history dictate my future. And I know that by doing that, I'm going to take a quantum leap in my business this year and help 10 times more people this year than I did last year. If what I'm saying makes sense to you and you want to shake up your life in the best way possible, I want to invite you to a strategy session with me. Even if you aren't 100% certain about what you want, you and I will talk, okay? And we're going to find out whether or not working together is the right next step for you. You can book a strategy session at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. Have a beautiful rest of your week and remember what you want matters and it is 100% within your power to make it happen. 